0: Live in the FTJ Studios on a big Monday, yeah! It's your boy, it's your host Addison, man. Welcome back to a new week. Welcome to a new edition of From the Jump. Now, we are live right now in FTJ Studios, man. Oh my gosh, man, we turned up. Man, it's a Monday, man. We got so much to talk about. A lot happened over the weekend. A lot of Hall of Fame speeches. New music dropping everywhere. That YG Stay Dangerous is a banger. Is a banger. I mentioned it on Friday, and I didn't get a chance to talk about it. But that new YG Stay Dangerous is a banger. Astro World by Travis Scott is a banger. So a lot of good music out right now for all y'all music heads. A lot of bangers, that sicko mode. I, I got that on repeat. It's playing a thousand times over and over and over and over again. But on today's episode of From the Jump, we got to start off with Alabama's quarterback controversy. Now, I got to let y'all hear what what, what Jalen Hurts had to say, because he has something important to say. Listen up. It's a, this is a situation that is uncontrollable. Coaches can't control this situation. Ever since the game, they kind of wanted to let it play out, you know, they kind of, guess, didn't think it was a thing or tried to let, let it die down. Like, it wasn't something there, because there's always been an elephant in the room. You know, it was like, for me, no, no one came up to me the whole spring, coaches included. No one asked me how I felt. Also speaking with the media was Tua, and here's what he had to say about winning the starting quarterback job. You know, for me, I'm not really focused on winning the job. Now, after hearing his comments and hearing Hertz comments, these are two different comments right here. And and, and let's take this back. Let's, let's take this all the way back to the national championship game. Let's take this all the way back to the national championship game. Jalen Hurts had a, had a bad first half, and I wouldn't even say he had a bad first half. Because you were playing the best defense in the country at the time, UGA, led by Roquan Smith, who happened to be a first-round top pick this year in this NFL draft. So the architect behind Alabama's defenses for the past 10 years has been Kirby Smart, which a lot of people don't realize. Uh, Let alone, you're going against somebody who knows you better than anybody in the country. And you were down 13-0 and you yanked Jalen Hurts. Now, prior to, he was 25-2 and two as a starter, SEC Offensive Player of the Year, Freshman of the Year, not to mention that year in the college football playoff and the Sugar Bowl, he was the MVP of the Sugar Bowl. Now, you play Tua, Tua ends up coming back on the second and 26, throws the game-winning touchdown to propel Alabama 26-23 to 23 over UGA in overtime, which, hell of a game, by the way, hell of a national championship game. By the way, Georgia was supposed to win that game. That game was lost by Alabama because it was second and forever. And you know, when it's second and forever, you pretty much got three chances to heave it at the end zone. It took that to happen for Alabama to beat Georgia. Now, from that moment, Jalen Hurts has said repeatedly in this interview that, you know what? Nobody asked me, was I good? Nobody asked me in that moment, are you, are you, how are you feeling? Because he's just thinking, okay, maybe I played a bad first half, you know they'll play him in the second half okay so my team going forward well he wins the national championship now all of a sudden it's a big deal it's a whole quarterback battle in his mind i was 25 and 2 as a starter we just lost the national championship the year before to deshaun watson i made the game winning drive pretty much and it took them three seconds to beat us so they pretty much beat us on the on the end and then when we came back and played them the next year we whooped them but see if i was jalen hurts after that national championship game, bro, I would've left Alabama. Like, you bitched me after one half. Yes, I was three for eight. Okay, cool. But we played the best team in the country, which was Georgia at the time. Everybody thought it was Clemson, but Georgia really was the best team outside of Alabama all year long in college football. The narrative, like he said, has already been created. But see, what I understand about Alabama is, Tua is who they wanted all along. And Jalen Hurts is saying, okay, if that's the case, Just say it so I can transfer, but no need for me to go through this quarterback battle and Nick Saban didn't do it no better. Here's what Nick Saban had to say at SEC media days. It's yet to be determined. Uh, It's gonna be determined in fall camp by who wins the team and um, there's not really a whole lot else to say about it. Jalen Hurts threw one interception last season. One, 25 total touchdowns. 25 total touchdowns, 17 throwing, eight rushing. He had one interception and you bench him in a national championship game. Alabama, Nick Saban, y'all gonna have to make a decision. But speaking of potential free agents, Odell Beckham agent left New York without a deal. Now it was said that Zeke Zandahou and the New York Giants, on they could not ultimately come to an agreement on Odell Beckham's market value. Now, let's just go ahead and get it started because Odell was my guy. So I gotta say this and I gotta get it out the way. The ankle injury last year hindered the contract talks right now. It hindered the contract talks right now. And if I was Odell Beckham, I was one of those advocates, I would have never reported to training camp. I would have held out of training camp. I would have held out of training camp. The reason why I would have held out of training camp is this reason and for one reason only. I have no guarantees after this season. Now him showing up helps, but he's playing on air at this point. Sure they could give him the fifth year option, but even at that, there's no guarantee going forward, especially after you see guys like Stephon Diggs sign $72 million contracts. And you see guys like DeAndre Hopkins getting 81 millions and Mike Evans reing up for $82 million. In his mind, he's probably thinking, I'm a lot better than those guys. And he's absolutely right. Julio Jones, most notably, kind of threw some, he, he kind of threw a held out. He was able to get a little bit more money from Jarvis Landry uh, his brother, for crying out loud, got traded from the Dolphins to the Browns and ended up getting paid. So you're having a lot of guys who Odell Beckham is saying, I'm putting up better numbers and or just as good as numbers as these guys, and I'm not getting paid what I feel like I deserve. Now, I already know Odell Beckham and his agent came into that meeting, or I'm sorry, Odell Beckham's agent, rather, came into that meeting saying my client wants $20 million a year. I know he did. I know he did. I know he did. Because after looking at the market value, after seeing who is the highest paid receiver right now, it's Mike Evans. Would you say right now Odell Beckham is better than Mike Evans, yes or no? Now, by you answering that question, and what these guys ultimately want is the guaranteed money, especially as a receiver. And with a lot of guys, a lot of guaranteed money, at, Mike Evans is getting $38 million guaranteed. DeAndre Hopkins is getting $36 million. He saw Brandon Cooks go out there and get a five-year $81 million deal from the Rams. Now, this season, if he balls out, I think the Giants could very well pay him. I could see the Giants giving him that. But I, at this point, it's kind of just like the receiver market value. I do not see a guy signing for triple digits. I just don't. Now, quick breaking news story before we send it to break. NASCAR CEO and Chairman Brian Fantz has been arrested for aggravated driving while intoxicated and also criminal possession of a controlled substance. Now this is just is breaking news right now. Now according to the reports, it's saying the oxycodone pills were found, as well as France being intoxicated after he failed to stop at a stop sign in I guess in the Hamptons around 7:30 Sunday night. Now when they pulled him over, I guess they said the blood alcohol level was more than twice the legal limit. This this is this is insane. And I guess this is coming from the NASCAR CEO. Now, I'm going to say a quick point about NASCAR and then I'm going to send it to the break. NASCAR at this point is just the lost sport in America. I think my generation and the generation behind us could care less about NASCAR. And I think it's just because of the fact that once Jeff Gordon, Earhart Jr., Jimmy Johnson, once those notable guys left the sport, There was nobody else to kind of carry it on anymore. Now, the chairman getting arrested, I don't think we know who he is. Of course, his family owns NASCAR, so he'll get out of this. It'll be all good in a couple of days. But I think as far as when it comes to the sport of NASCAR, NASCAR never took that next evolution as far as marketing, as far as getting the youth to want to be involved and want to join NASCAR. Basketball pretty much dominates everything. Basketball is more fun. It's more relatable. You can go to the finish line and Locker house of hoops. Get your sneakers. Go to the court. Pick up a basketball. Anybody can play anytime, anywhere. And it's not dangerous. NASCAR playing football. Dangerous. But coming up after the break, we'll discuss Kelvin Benjamin and his comments against Cam Newton. And then we'll also discuss Bronny James committing to a school in California. Stay tuned. It's from the jump. Yeah. 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 yeah! 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 I'm on a new level. I'm on a new level. Uh-huh. Give your head a Mountain Dew kickstart. Yes, sir. Coming back on this big, 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 big Monday, man. Go ahead and flex your muscles. Follow your boy on Twitter right now, man. At From the jump, man. I'll be having the live-est, liveest sports arguments right now. I just posted a funny bit on Instagram right now. Go check it out at From the Jump on Instagram. I'm not really much of a dancer. But definitely go check it out, man. let me know your thoughts on it as well. But now, switching subjects a little bit on a, on, a, on a little bit more serious note. Kelvin Benjamin came out this weekend, had some interesting comments about Cam Newton. Now speaking to the athletics Tim Graham, Kelvin Benjamin had this to say. He said, "I felt like I would have been more successful if, I don't know, man, I should have just been drafted somewhere else. I should have never went to Carolina." Truly, I just think Carolina was a bad fit for me. It was a bad fit from the get-go. If you put me with any other quarterback, let's be real. You know what I'm saying? Any other accurate quarterback like Rodgers, Manning, Big Ben, anybody. Quarterbacks with knowledge that know how to place a ball and give you a better chance to catch the ball. It just feels like I was not in that position. And while he's not wrong in what Kelvin Benjamin was saying, because Cam Newton really has never been known for his accuracy, but it must be pointed out that outside of Kelvin Benjamin's first year in which he had over 73 receptions or 1,000 yards, nine touchdowns, his production kind of dropped. Now, again, he had some issues with weight. He was injured for a couple of seasons, but I, yes, he's absolutely right. Kelvin Benjamin, we got to understand coming out of Florida State, he's one of the top receivers in the draft coming out. Remember, he did catch the game-winning touchdown pass from Jameis Winston in the national championship game for Florida State. But since Cam Newton's Dab season, like you know what I'm saying, let's here's a thought. Since Cam Newton's last season, I want you to think about this: the 35 touchdown, 10 interception. He also rushed for 10 touchdowns. Now again, he has torn his rotator cuff, but Cam Newton has not been the same quarterback since. Now since his inaugural Dab season, the 35 and 10, 15 and one year, Super Bowl of course, most notable Denver Broncos, Von Miller, MVP, all that. But since that season, can you legitimately say that Cam Newton is the same quarterback? I I, I can't. I mean, I, I sit there, I, I can't. S- since 2015, he's thrown 30 interceptions. 30 interceptions and 41 touchdowns. Now, he had 35 touchdowns in one season alone just throwing the football. That's not including rushing. So in one season, he's already eclipsed the same amount as he had in 2016 and 2017 oh and by the way he's thrown 20 more interceptions than he did in 2015 so can you say that cam newton is the same quarterback no you cannot now again we can all agree that cam newton didn't have the best skill set around him you know he added christian mccaffrey now so he's got some different players around him however a lot of this has to go on cam newton and a lot of it has to go on his decision making and kelvin benjamin is absolutely right a lot of it is, comes back to that accuracy. I didn't want to say it, but it's the truth. Can I still use these headphones with the 10? Yeah, but you'll need an adapter, or as most people like to call it, a dongle. A what? A dongle. A dongle? Yeah, a dongle. It comes in the box. But what if I just need to charge at the same time? Then you're going to need another type of dongle. Like a double dongle? Yeah, like a double dongle, I guess. That sounds explicit. I'm a now, on today's wrap-up, LeBron James, 13-year-old son of LeBron James, has officially chosen Santa Monica Crossroads as his school for the next four years. Now, it was said by Gary Payton late earlier on this summer that Sierra Canyon was the favorite. It was already a done deal for him to go to LA. Now, again, I thought that was smokescreen at the time because I was just like, he's not even in the eighth grade at this point, so how can he be committing to a high school but now that he finished his summer out and that school is getting ready to start he's getting ready to go into the eighth grade they wanted to make this decision and make it quick as possible of course most notably lebron james has signed a four years deal with the los angeles lakers so for the next four years lebron will play for the lakers and also Bronny will be able to play at santa monica's which i think was the entire plan all along which is why i think lebron james ultimately didn't do the two-year opt out after one year because he realized I have a son who is about to enter into high school, and these are the most important years of my son's high school. Now, what this means is all eyes will be on Bronny James Jr. at Crossroads High School. Now, Sharif O'Neal led them to a state division two title. However, what we're about to see with Bronny James Jr. over the next four years will be nothing like we saw with Sharif O'Neal. Because we're gonna wait on Sharif O'Neal and we're gonna see whether or not how good is he gonna be at UCLA because if he don't come in and start his freshman year at UCLA, he might very well be there three or four different years. Don't think you finna just go to the NBA because you're an O'Neal. It don't work like that. We've seen famous kids' sons get lost by the wayside because they can't hoop. I'm gonna hold judgment on Sharif until he gets to UCLA and we're gonna see what he do. But again, this next four years for Bronny is gonna be all eyes on Bronny. But the average cost for elementary schooler to attend Crossroads costs $34,000 for the entire year for one year. And for a guy in the sixth through the 12th grade or a girl in the sixth through the 12th grade, it costs 40,000. Are you serious? <laughs> so you're absolutely right. Bronny going for the next four years. Now again, LeBron can afford it. He's getting a $154 million contract. So it's not like LeBron is gasping for air at this point. But again, these next four years for Bronny, these are high school and it's also college. Cause 40,000 a year, <laughs> who you know mama paying 40,000 a year for you to go to Santa Monica? If you know, like, I know, my mom would have been like, you better catch the bus and go to Artesia (laughs) straight up. But we talked about a lot today. We discussed a lot. Talked about Kelvin Benjamin, Odell Beckham contract talks. Alabama's having a quarterback controversy right now. Y'all let me know y'all thoughts. Follow your boy on Twitter at FromTheJump, man. I follow everybody back on there. Until next episode, it's your boy. We out.